You're listening to Renewal by the Book, a Quran tafsir podcast based on Imam al-Ghazali's Ihya. This podcast is brought to you by Seekers Hub. This Ramadan, our goal is to raise $75,000 in monthly donations to build a global Islamic seminary so that dedicated students all over the world can complete their journeys and become Islamic scholars. You can help them by becoming a monthly donor at seekershub.org slash donate. أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله حمدا كثيرا طيبا مباركا فيه من السماوات ومن الأراضين ومن ما بينهما ومن ما شاء ربنا من أي شيء بعد وصل اللهم اللهم صلي وسلم وبارك وزد وأنعم وتفضل على سيدنا ومولانا وحبيبنا وقرة عيوننا وطبيبنا سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وعلى آله سيدي أمجد أرجوكم أرجوكم Subhanallah, we often now, even wherever you go sometimes, يعني, as Muslims we say, brothers, brothers, brother, brother. And sometimes we do twist the meaning of this word. So when people say brothers, people they, th- people they speak about a group of people that they match them. يعني, maybe they speak in the same language, or they are in the same circle, or they are in the same group. But the brotherhood that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has spoke about is greater than that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, إِنَّمَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ إِخْوَةً إِنَّمَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ إِخْوَةً Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Mu'minis are not anything else other than brothers. This is qasr. إِنَّمَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ إِخْوَةً all the affairs, in all their issues, the way they deal with one another, Muslims are brothers. And here when Rabbi subhanahu wa ta'ala speak about this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaches us that in my bath of this maslak that I go to Rabbi subhanahu wa ta'ala, we have to remember what Sayyidina Musa alayhi salam said. When Rabbi subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed him with risala, he said, وَأَرْسِلْ مَعِي هَرُونَ أَخِي Sometimes you say, how can you even ask? This is Risala. It's not something else. Even you cannot, even in our worldly affairs, someone has been accepted in some kind of, uh, uh, you, you are applying for some kind of qualification. You don't think of your brother. All what you think about is, maybe they don't have this, they don't have this, they don't have this. But the people of Allah, subhanAllah, Sayyidina Musa said, And Allah has given him. And Sayyidi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the first thing that has done in Medina is this brotherhood between the Sahaba. And because of the, the greatness of this barakah, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala speaks only in few ayat. Always Rabbi Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala speaks to us about Allah's favor upon us by sending Rasulullah Sallallahu Rabbi, in this Quran, لَقَدْ مَنَّ اللَّهُ عَلَى الْمُؤْمِنِينَ إِذْ بَعَثَ فِيهِمْ رَسُولُ Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala always speaks to us about Allah's favor upon us by sending Sayyidi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. In few ayat, Rabbi Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala speaks to Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam about his favors upon him. In one of these ayats, Allah said, وَأَلَّفَ بَيْنَ قُلُوبِهِمْ لَوْ أَنْفَقْتَ مَا فِي الْأَرْضِ جَمِيعًا مَا أَلَّفْتَ بَيْنَ قُلُوبِهِمْ Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala said, from Allah's favor upon you, Ya Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, that Allah 
you know the word ta'lif the word ta'lif in arabic is when you bring few things together and you make them one unit that's why even a book when we say alafa kitaban يعني جمع صحفا فطواها فجعلها فلا ينتفع بأولها ولا آخرها لأنها كتلة واحدة يعني تأليف when you bring book several pages several uh, chapters you bring them together and then we call it تأليف you, you make it one unit so Allah سبحانه وتعالى said وألف بين قلوبهم Allah سبحانه وتعالى made the brotherhood between the Sahaba, Rabbi made them like one part. It cannot be divided. You cannot single one of them. They feel each other's pain. They help one another. And Rasulullah speaking about this ayah, inspiring us, he said, مَثَلُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ فِي تَوَادُّهِمْ وَتَرَحُمِهِمْ He said, the example of mu'mins, the way they love each other, and the way they, have, they are kind to each other, they have mercy for each other, is, Rasulullah said, is like one body, someone's, someone's body. If you, if you have a headache, you cannot say, it's only my head that is in pain, the rest of my body is okay. You feel the pain everywhere. And this brotherhood that we're speaking about is maqsad from the maqasid of iman. It's one of the requirements of Iman. It's not, it's not issue of Sharia, it's issue of Iman. Rasulullah said, لَن تَدْخُلُوا الْجَنَّةَ حَتَّى تُؤْمِنُوا You cannot enter Jannah until you believe. وَلَن تُؤْمِنُوا حَتَّى تَحَابُوا And you cannot be a believer until you love one another. And Subhanaka Rabbi, from the rahmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon this ummah that our example is Sayyidi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنَةٌ sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sahbihi wa sallam you know Rabbi how much Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has praised Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to the extent even our salihin they say who can praise Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Allah has praised him and yet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about his favor upon him. So he says, Subhanahu. Rabbi subhanahu wa ta'ala speaking to Sayyidi It is Allah's rahmah that made you so lenient for them. Ya Allah. Yani Allah speaks about his favor upon him, that Rabbi subhanahu wa ta'ala made him lean. Let us see the leniency of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, how he was. You know, in uh, that very, very beautiful story of uh, Adi ibn Hatim al-Ta'i. Hatim al-Ta'i in, in, in Arab literature is very much known for his generosity. That's why when they see, the, when they see someone generous, they say Hatim al-Ta'i. So he was very much known, and generosity is one they is called from, from one of the sources of the greatest of akhlaq. They say generosity, it covers all your shames and all your faults. So Hatim, because of his generosity, was well known. 
So Adi ibn Hatim Mapa, and they were as well, يعني, they were people of power. When he heard about Rasulullah, Adi ibn Hatim Mapa'i, as a Christian Arab, he thought, Arabs, we don't have a king, we don't have a power, we don't have a system. So he suspected Sayyidi, he's doing what he's doing because he just want to be a king. So when he came to Medina, he asked about Sayyidi, they told him that is Rasulullah. So, subhanAllah, when he saw him, he told him, I'm Adi, the son of Hatim al Ta'i. He gave him salam, and then Rasulullah was holding his hands. So Adi said, Laysa hada bi Malik. He said, This is not a king. Because kings, they will never compare you to themselves. So to hold your hands, kings, they don't do that. And then Rasulullah invited him to his house. In his way, he said, Jariyatun Sauda istawqafathu. A lady, black lady stopped. Uh, she, she said, I've got a problem with my, with the one that I'm, was, that I'm working for. So he said, so he went with her, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, to help her and to speak to her master. So Adi said, this is not a king. Kings, people, they don't, access, they don't have that access to them. So I went to his house, and he said he had only one wisada, ya Sayyidi, ya Rasulullah. He had only one pillow. His house was so small, salawatu rabbi wa salamu Now even the person that who said, who doesn't have anything, you've got one bedroom, house, you've got your living room, you've got your kitchen, you've got this, everything for Sayyidi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And to understand how the house is small it was, when Abu Sufyan came to visit, uh, when Abu Sufyan came to Medina, he went to Rasulullah Sallallahu house because his daughter, Umm Habiba, was Sayyidi Sallallahu Alaihi wife. So when he came, she took the mattress from the floor. So Abu Sufyan said, she said, are you, do you think this is too good for me? Or do you think this is nothing for me? Because he was one of the leaders of the Arabs. She said, إِنَّهُ فِرَاشُ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ I am your daughter, yes, but this is the Firash of Rasulullah You cannot see that. So if we think about this hadith, if there was another place, he was to sit there. She, she wouldn't need, if, if there was a space, she wouldn't need to move. The Firash of Rasulullah. But what it shows is how small it was the house. And that's why Subhanallah Sayyidina Al Hassan al Basri, may Rabbi Subhanahu wa Ta'ala benefit us with his barakah, used to say, He said, Subhanallah, if you put your hands up, you are to touch the ceiling of the house of Rasulullah. And he said, I wish they did not demolish those houses so that people will understand how Rasulullah was living. Ya Sayyidi Ya Rasulullah. And you know what? When, we, that, when you see how Rasulullah was praising Allah and thanking Rabbi subhanahu wa ta'ala, you say, yani, what, what are the ni'mah that Rasulullah had? You know, when uh, we all know that Sayyidina Aisha said we're not cooking food for two months, for one month, with all that hardship, all what you hear from Rasulullah is keep praising Allah, thanking Allah, thanking Allah. Th when you see all the thanks, you think, يعني, you, and you compare that to the life of Rasulullah And when you look at our situation, you have everything and you complain about everything. 
So if you see that when Umm Habiba, if there was a space in the house of Rasulullah she wouldn't move the uh, mattress for, uh, for her father to sit. So, Adi ibn Hatim al tai when he said there was only one pillow, Rasulullah he offered me that pillow and he sat in the floor. This rahmah of Sayyidi sallallahu alayhi is ajib. Is ajib. And even you see it even in the dua of our salihin. One of our salihin used to make dua based on one story. The story that uh, in Sahih Muslim, one lady, she was, among, she was among the prisoners. And we all know the hadith that subhanallah, she was looking for her son, little baby. When she saw him, she wouldn't even... Yani she didn't care about anything. She started breastfeeding her child. So Rasulullah is taking this opportunity to teach the Sahaba something. He said, Atarawna hadihi. Do you think this woman will throw her child to the hellfire? They said, no, Ya Rasulullah. But they said, no, Ya Rasulullah. Normally the Sahaba, what do they say? Allah wa Rasuluhu a'lam. Babada'nash. Ashar dakhaka sida. So, the Sahaba normally, when Rasulullah asked them a question, they don't give a definite answer. They say, Allah wa Rasuluhu a'lam. And this is what we learn. We learn the adab. Everything in the Quran is speaking to, Allah is speaking to me. When Allah speaks about the, the Fasiqeen, I say, I'm not from the Fasiqeen. When Allah speaks about the Munafiqeen, I'm not from the Munafiqeen. When Allah speaks, no, Allah is speaking to me through every single ayah. So the Sahaba, Allah, they learned from Sayyidina Musa, alayhi salam. Sayyidina Musa, when Bani Israel asked him, is there anyone who is much more knowledgeable than you? He said, no. So Rabbi subhanahu wa ta'ala said, there is someone who knows more than you. So Musa, alayhi salam, has to travel all the way. So the Sahaba, now when Rasulullah asked them everything, they say, Allah and his messenger knows best. But in this specific case, they said, no, Ya Rasulullah. Why? Because that everyone, all of us, we've got mothers. And we know how our mothers love us. And Rasulullah's question was, do you really think this woman will throw her child to the hellfire? They said, no, Ya Rasulullah. They didn't say Allah and his messenger knows best in this. So Rasulullah reminded them of Allah's rahmah. He said, Allah's rahmah of his slaves is much more than the rahmah of this woman for her child. So one of her salihin, when he was to make dua, he say, Allahumma innaka ta'lam anna arhamun nasu bi ummi. Oh Allah, you know that the one that have got mercy, there is no one that have got mercy for me or kindness for me more than my mother. He said, wa ana a'lamu annaka arhamu bi min ummi. La ilaha illallah. لطائف أهل الله اللهم إنك تعلم أن أرحم الناس بأمي وأنا أعلم أنك أرحم بي من أمي فلا ترضى لي يا الله ما لا ترضه له ما لا ترضى لأمي يا الله so يا ربي you know يا ربي يا الله that my mother no one is for me like my mother and I know يا الله that you are much more merciful than my own mother. So, Ya Rabbi, do not test me with what my mother doesn't like it for me. 
How you speak to your Lord Subhanahu? How you address Allah? How you speak to Allah? Like what it was narrated in the Athar, there was a man that everything that you done was evil, so they said he has to go to Jahannam. So the man said, Ya Rabbi, ma hakada kana vanni bika, Ya Rabbi. The man that was supposed to go to Jahannam said, Ya Allah, this is not what I thought about you, Ya Allah. So what did you think about us? I thought, Ya Rabbi, are the most merciful, Ya Allah. Adkhiluhu al-jannata bi-rahmatik. Subhanallah. So, Sidi, ana sa'usari' ma'annash waqt. Fa'abshir. But this brotherhood between us is rahmah. And the importance of it is when you address Allah. Now, when we read Surah Al-Fatiha, we say, Iyaka na'abudu wa Iyaka nasta'indan to it. What does that mean, Iyaka na'abudu? Huh? What? Huh? Naam, Sidi? You alone, we worship. Okay. Do you pray alone sometimes? Huh? Okay. So when you pray alone, do you say, you alone, I worship, or you still say, we, you alone, we worship? But you are, you, are, you are praying alone. If I say, Iyaka na'abudu, it's you alone we worship. But, some, but when I'm standing alone, I don't say, Iyaka a'abudu. I say, Iyaka na'abudu. To say, subhanallah, you worship Allah by entering in the circle of the righteous ones. May Allah make us from that. And inshallah ta'ala, I will end it with one hadith that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said, in Yom Al-Qiyamah, there will be a group of people. There will be no thrones that are made of, of Noor. They are no Anbiya. And they are not Shuhada. But the Anbiya and the Shuhada became jealous of them. So they said, Ya Rasulullah, tell us, who are these people? He said, those who love each other for the sake of Allah. La ilaha illallah. Those who love each other for the sake of Allah. And Sayyidi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam encouraged this. And just let us look at the rahmah of Sayyidi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the love of Sayyidi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam for the people. You know, when Sayyidi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam missed Sayyidina, Thabit ibn Qais ibn Shammas, beautiful Sahabi. I said, I said to you, Sidi Amr, that I will end it. But I made a mistake. I'm entitled to, to make a mistake, don't I? Sayyidina Thab, don't worry. Is it, is it two minutes now? Sayyidina Thabit ibn Qais ibn Shammah. This Sahabi was a beautiful Sahabi. Very beautiful Sahabi, like all the other, other Sahaba. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed the ayah, A'udhu billahi sami'a min shaytan rajim يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا لَا تَرْفَعُوا أَصْوَاتَكُمْ فَوْقَ صَوْتِ النَّبِيِّ All you who believe, do not raise your voice over the voice of Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم. If you use your logic, يعني Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم was supposed to teach you the adab with Allah. Isn't it? But Allah teaches you the adab with Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم in this Quran. Not in one ayah or in two ayah. So Allah said, O you who believe, do not raise your voice over the voice of Rasulullah And do not speak to him the way you speak to one another. Sayyidina Thabit ibn Qais ibn Shammas disappeared. Rasulullah said, where is Thabit? I didn't see him for some time. 
Sayyidina Sa'ad bin Mu'ad was his neighbor. He was so excited. Happy. Happy to tell his brother this good news. Subhanallah. That Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam missed him. When he went, he locked the door. His wife said, He entered the room and he said, lock the door and don't come to me and don't open the door for me. Sayyidina Sa'ad, look, the way they have the respect for one another. He didn't go to knock the door. He went, he said, Ya Rasulullah, he closed his door and he doesn't want to speak to anyone. He said, go and ask him why. So he went to ask him, he said, Allah revealed, do not raise your voice over the voice of Rasulullah Sallallahu or speak with him the way you speak to one another. If you do so, Allah will erase all your deeds. May Allah save us. And this hala in this respect in Rasulullah the second hala that Allah erase all your deeds is if you commit shirk. If you commit shirk or you disrespect Rasulullah And I and so they went to Rasulullah and said, Ya Rasulullah, he thinks that he's from the people of Jahannam because he was speaking loudly. But he, that was his nature. You know why he was speaking loudly? Because he was the khatib of Rasulullah You know, you know how Rasulullah was accepting the order of the people. It is you have to be you have to be very wise, the way you are with everyone. A mu'min is a wise person. And Rasulullah has accepted the order of the Arabs. The Arabs, when they were coming to Rasulullah, especially after the, the year that is called the year of the delegations. So each delegation, they come. The first, the khatib. Each tribe, they have their own khatib, speaker. The speaker speaks. And then they come with their poet. So the, the poet speaks and praises his tribe. This is the way they used to introduce themselves to Rasulullah. So Rasulullah has two people as well. Sayyidina يعني, Thabit ibn Qais was the khatib of Rasulullah. And Sayyidina Hassan ibn Thabit was the poet of Rasulullah. Hundreds of tribes were coming with their poets and with their khatib, and these two were doing the job for everyone. So, so when you are khatib, sometimes you are very emotional, you speak loudly. Subhanallah. He didn't justify that. He said, even so, I've raised my voice in the presence of Rasulullah so Allah is upset with me. So Rasulullah missed him. And then he said, tell him he is from the people of Jannah. This rahmah of Rasulullah But subhanallah, when we speak about brotherhood, it's not only helping one another, يعني, this issue of finances or rahmah or with uh, other issues, but also to be there for your brother and to advise them when they need advice. We see what happened with Sayyidina Abu Darda radiallahu anhu and Sayyidina Salman al-Farisi. They were brothers. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa made this brotherhood between them. So when Sayyidina Salman wanted, he went to visit his brother Sayyidina Abu Darda. When he entered the house, and in some narrations was before hijab, he saw that Sayyidah Umm Darda, she wasn't taking care of herself. So he said, Ya Umm Darda, what happened to you? You are not taking care of yourself. She said, your brother is not, in, is not interested in us. He's fasting in a day, and he's doing qiyamulil every night. So Sayyidina Salman al-Farisi was, was very wise. 
at night when they gave him food, he said, Wallah, I'm not eating food un until you eat with me. So he ate. They told him, go to sleep. He said, Wallah, I'm not going to sleep until you sleep. So Sayyidina Abu Darda, he was his system. Now the system has been disturbed. And the Muslim said, Ya Rasulullah, I was doing my ibadat. And Salman came and he disturbed. So he said, what did Salman say to you? He said, Inna li rabbika alayka haqqun. There are some rights for your Lord. Your wife has got a right. There are some rights for yourself. Give everyone the right they deserve. So Rasulullah approved Sayyidina Salman. So may Rabbi subhanahu wa ta'ala make the biggest share of what we are saying in our heart, inshallah. Because it is easy to say things, but it is very much difficult to implement them. And it is easy to tell others, but it is much more difficult to implement it yourself. May Rabbi subhanahu wa ta'ala guide us. May Rabbi forgive our sins. May Rabbi subhanahu wa ta'ala make what we know and what we are saying. Rahma and baraka and hidayah for us before others. Jazakumullah khairan. Barakallah fiikum. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Thank you for listening to this Seekers Hub podcast. To listen to the rest of our shows, please visit seekershub.fm. You can also subscribe to our weekly email newsletter called Compass, where we'll send the best of Seekers Hub's content straight to your inbox every single week. To get on the list, visit seekershub.org slash compass.